Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back after 101. I know, right, we're on 102. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was fun. We got a lot of love for our 100th podcast. That was two episodes ago, but we got a lot of, of love for that. So yes, we did. That's exciting. I know. That's exciting, so, yeah. <laughs> but now back to reality. We've got new goals. New yep. goals. Yes, we got these new goals. <laughs> Ah, and this is actually going to be a great interview in terms of motivating ourselves and feeling grounded and ready. And I think we might give them a little bit of woo-woo today. We might. We might. Well, that's the I'm whole just, point of this this, pride, this episode is to get woo-woo. <laughs> to get woo-woo. We like woo-woo. We love woo-woo. So, but before we get woo-woo, you have a music tip. Yes. And uh, it's actually, you're the one that tipped me to it it was the uh this, i tipped you to it it's yeah really it was like, I was like oh yeah well this is going on for real um it's the sync con conference s-y-n-c-c-o-n sync con conference in hollywood it's in la uh this this year and i actually checked and they have them in different points um during the year i think i think they might have two uh-huh. but um this uh-huh. one is in hollywood it's the music in film and tv conference and it's happening uh, Friday, December 6th through Sunday, December 8th in Los Angeles, California. So um, this is a big thing. I mean, if you're really into the licensing side, which is what I'm about, uh, then uh-huh. you kind of need to be there. And actually, I'm uh, making my <laughs> thing, making my uh, myself available to be there. We're so. both trying to make ourselves available, right? I'm, yes. I just told Will, I gotta go, because I'm trying to also, I'm working with a new producer who's already had a lot of things placed on a variety of networks, and, you know, he too was like, oh yeah, you, you we should be going to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Plus, yeah, we're we, we've been talking about it a lot, so I've, I've been putting this in yeah. your ear for a while. <laughs> You have. So I need to go because this is going to be a really good networking opportunity because you're going to have the music supervisors mm-hmm. place these, these you know, the, the music on these networks and on these shows, you know, there. Yep. So even if it's not a situation where it's like, oh, yeah, we want to take that song right there. But it's it's a way it's relationships, relationships, yep. relationships. That's what it is. So, and if you listen to our podcast yeah. with Michael Elsner. That's uh, that's yes. everything that he talks about, and he actually has a you know story about doing this. So um, check that podcast yeah. out. I forgot what number it is. Yeah, but. listen to him. And I I actually reached out to him just to verify mm-hmm. that this is a conference worth going, and he said, "Yep." So <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try to make it happen. So that's there good. we go. Today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Banzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online in minutes. Choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. This is built just for musicians by musicians. Banzoogle has all the features you need for your website and your EPK already built in. 
This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your own music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And on top of all of that, live support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Not five, but seven. Bandzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month and include your own free custom domain name. My goodness. Go to bandzoogle.com, try it for free for 30 days. And be sure to use our promo code, MAKINGMONEYPOD. That's MAKINGMONEYPOD and get 15% off the first year of your subscription. All right. Well, you can introduce our guest today. I am. I am. So, you know, I try to talk, we talk a lot about um, mm, not just singing or playing an instrument or, you know, booking a gig or getting your little coins or all of that. But, you know, Will and I always are trying to also talk about you as an individual and who you are and finding your purpose and living authentically and taking care of your physical and mental and emotional health. And today's guest, I think we're going to get a little bit more into our spiritual health. And um, it's funny, I met, she and I have only physically met once, but come to find out, like we felt, I felt a little kindred to her when I saw her and it was kind of weird. I don't know, you know, (laughs) that already started the woo-woo, but um, I, you, most of the listeners know by now that I'm the um, network director for Chicago's NABFEM chapter. And so I actually met this guest um, at a NABFEM conference and um, her energy was just really calming, really wonderful. And, you know, NABFEM again is the National Association of Black Female Executives in Music and Entertainment. And so the whole conference was about supporting, mentoring, pouring into um, and learning about as, as black females, you know, in this industry, how we can grow our business, but also how we can grow as individuals and personally. And so this guest that I'm getting ready to tell your name in just a minute, she led this beautiful sacred like circle at the very end of the whole conference. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought that I knew these women since childhood because I'm just pouring out like, you know, everyone's <laughs> cried. It was just, it was so wonderful. And her spirit and her energy, you know, just, really it it just really touched me in a in a really special way and so I said I'm going to stay connected to her for sure because clearly you know there's a gift there and you know and I'm going to let her kind of tell more about her background in in music and entertainment but welcome Vicky Johnson hey Vicky hello thank you so much Kenya I concur like the feeling is mutual ditto and and thank you Will also or uh, guiding our conversation today. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to have you. And it's funny, I was I was looking through your website. I'm like, oh man, she does like everything. So <laughs> there's no way, <laughs> I said, there's no way I'm gonna be able to put this in a little caption of what she does. But oh, what gosh. we're going to do, we're gonna start by you telling our listeners just who you are, what it is that, you know, you currently, what you would say your title is that you do. Um, but then give us just a little background how you got to this point. 
I sure will. Thank you again for the opportunity um, to come on this amazing and much needed podcast. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm my theme song for years has been I'm Every Woman, the Shaka Khan version, mm-hmm. because I'm a, I'm an old school baby. Right. And then <laughs> along came um, Whitney Houston with her version. But I, I do mm-hmm. a lot. I'm gifted and talented in a lot of areas and kind of serendipitously ended up in music, entertainment and media. Uh, just most recently completed an 18 year career at BET mm. networks. I was senior manager of corporate social responsibility. And in layman's terms, I just say I was the city commissioner for the network. You know, I did the <laughs> wrapped up campaign, a voter mm. registration. I managed our make a wish foundation initiative wow. where at all of the award shows or tent poles, as they're called BET awards, hip hop awards, soul train, etc., We created VIP experiences for some of the make a wish children. We mm. also did some, partnerships with um, the Grammy Museum in LA. And so anything community-based or involving community engagement, I was a part of that for BET. Prior to that, I had an independent label before independent artistry was popular. Mm -hmm. I'm always blazing trails, right? So all my Mm -hmm. life have felt like I've been at least a decade ahead of trends, Mm -hmm. which can be inspiring and sometimes a burden because people don't see what you see yet. And when, when people get it, you're on to the next trend Mm -hmm. of, of blazing a trail. So that has felt quite transparently like a blessing and a burden um, because you're ahead of the pack and, and when yep. they get it, you're like, oh, I'm on to the next thing. This is the next <laughs> inspired idea that I have. Prior to that, I worked um, for a concert promoter, which was an amazing uh apprenticeship, if you will, in the behind the scenes of of concerts. So I was doing shows. I'm dating myself. uh, New Kids on the Block, Mm -hmm. uh, Salt and Pepper, uh, their very necessary tour. No, and then my freshman year in college, my first internship was with, I'm dating myself again, RCA Records. And I worked Mm -hmm. with Evelyn Champagne King's uh, A&R director when she first came out with Shane. So like I go way back. And then I started my very first opportunity in the industry. I was 15 years old and I volunteered as a promotions assistant at an all AM radio station. This is before you know, the FM dial really became what it is today mm-hmm. and is struggling mm-hmm. to remain now with satellite radio and digital yeah. radio and podcasts and things like that. Yeah. So I literally have journeyed through the evolution of media before mm-hmm. bundling was bundling in terms of cable. You know, you got a separate telephone bill, the internet mm-hmm. didn't exist, and you had a few channels on cable. And it, it really was ironic to end up having such an amazing career at BET. When I remember when BET first started and it was only two hours yep. in the middle oh. of the night. Oh, and wow. then it evolved. And so... I've had an amazing 
career, industry career, and now have been in entertainment, media, and or the music industry almost 40 years. Hmm. Wow. So that, that's my yeah. background in <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. And yeah. in addition to that, on the spiritual side, I'm a chaplain and a mentor. I mentor directly about 135 women through my Soul Wealth Academy hmm. and mentorship program and have been an associate pastor at my church for about 15 years. So I, I do a lot. And life wow. is an adventure, and I'm very grateful. I, I tell people all the time, my goal is to die empty, right? If it's wow. in my mind, it's in my future, and I intend to just leave that kind of dinosaur imprint in the earth. So I'm very intentional about every single day of my life. And the last thing I'll say is I'm also a living kidney donor. And so mm. 10 years ago, mm. I gave my cousin a kidney, and on the other side of that experience, it, it changed me intrinsically. It really changed me mm. to really be where my feet are every day, just to be fully present in every moment, because that was an experience and just how precious life is. So that's a little bit about me. Um, a mom. little bit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm a mom. I'm, I'm, and, I'm like. Uh, my daughter's 25. And wow. Wow. Former athlete, graduate of Howard University, pledged Delta Sigma Theta. I've been in DST, you know, for a while. You know. I yes, heard right. that. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm very blessed to be who I am and find my greatest joy now in serving other people. Um, my oh question my is, is, is when are the books, not the book, when are the books coming out? Because <laughs> that's like a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually just released my 12th book in, in well, this past August. Um, I haven't done anything specifically industry related. Okay. Most of it is about work-life balance, spiritual gotcha. balance. My latest book is entitled Soul Wealth. Finding vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy in the midst of chaos. Wow. And that is really the model that I use to guide women to a life of wholeness and wellness because I was married for 14 years. Now I've been divorced now longer than I was married. So I just have a lot of experience to share. And that is really the thrust of my writing and, and my books is just to share my journey, my lessons to help other people learn from what I went through so yeah. that they can either not go through it or yeah. use some of the tools that I use to come out of what they may be in. Right, right. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, That's you, a lot. You know, I got twenty questions. Uh, I know. I'm like, I got all kinds of questions. All kinds of questions. I love it. I love it. And go, I love go ahead, Katie. And I love I'm, it. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to figure out where to start. So, okay. Well, clearly, there's always to me that that beautiful. You you just articulated that so seamlessly. That would have taken me like ten hours to say all that you've done, but. Um, <laughs> I would love, you know, being with BET for that amount of time, that sounds like that mm -hmm. was probably the longest in terms of in the music space or the entertainment space. Right. Um, and what, when that, when that ended, I don't know if you're able to kind of share, was that just a, like a, I decided, nope, I'm done and I'm going to move my career somewhere else. 
or was that something different? Oh, um, it was something as, very different. Um, I, okay. I live in the Washington, D.C. area, and Viacom, who bought BET, decided to close the D.C. office. So I wasn't, I was one of mm. hundreds of people displaced uh, when they decided to close the D.C. campus. Goodness. And I mean, my, I thought, you know, and this is why we have to just really live a surrendered life. My plan was to retire from BET mm-hmm. after being there for, for so long and then to be released into something mm-hmm. else was kind of daunting. I, you know, the blessing is I had multiple streams of income and multiple passions that mm-hmm. I, I was able to monetize, um, but a lot of people didn't. And so mm-hmm. walking that out with some of my coworkers was really a, a challenging time. Um, a lot of us have now landed in new positions and opportunities and gratefully, I am now in the mayor's office of entertainment here with mm. the district of Columbia government in the film division. So I now issue film permits for the city, which mm. was a learning curve and it's really exciting. I love what I do and uh, get to put my hands on other people's dreams again in a very, very tangible way. So, no, it wasn't my plan to leave, but it was God's plan because he had something greater. So here Mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Well, will you better step in? Because I told you I got got a (laughs) follow-up. Well, I mean, really, for for me, it's about, um, you know, how... What what is your? I, I I know your your faith is is your your guiding uh, principle, um, and and I guess how what what uh, what well it's it's hard hard to even formulate the question, but what <laughs> what aspects or what I mean what what perspectives or what things really helped you to get through um, a lot of the transitions? Because I think. Oh, that's an easy question for me to answer. Go ahead. Relationships. (laughs) Relational equity is everything. And when you talk about how to make money in the music business, this business, 2,000%. And this is not my opinion, is not speculation. It is tried and proven experience. Relational equity is everything. Mm. Everything. I have seen artists come and go. You know, I have dealt with artists at the height of their one song success, and they would just be arrogant and egotistical, and I wouldn't see them again because they only Mm. had one song, right? Right. Um, the, The person who offered me my current job is someone that I connected with when I was at BET at least 10 years prior and helped them through a challenging personal crisis and literally serendipitously ran into this person at another event. And, you know, they said to me, are you working yet? No. (laughs) You ready to work? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to call you. And they called me. And in three days I was employed. Now, the irony of that is that when I was released from my previous job, I know I applied over the course of the three years for at least a hundred jobs. Right, right. Mm. And did not get a single interview. Mm. Okay. Wow. So it wasn't my resume alone that 
moved me into my next opportunity. It was hands down the relationships Mm -hmm. that I had built because I was in a room at the invitation of someone relationship and ran into another relationship who offered me the position that I currently am in. And even this podcast being your guest today, you know, Mm -hmm. Kenya, we met connected genuinely, not on some fluff, right. Right. On what can you do for me or, you know, who are you? Right. It it was a genuine connection that turned into, Hey, I would love to interview you on my podcast. And, and, and I wanted to share that really step-by-step model because that's how it happens. One moment at a time, one conversation at a time, one connection at a time and not what can you do for me, but how can I serve you? How can I support you? How can we be in sistership, right? And, and evolve. And that really is not only a lesson in the music industry, it's a life lesson. Um, Because relational equity is everything. When you have no money, but you have relationship, you have all you need, right? You don't have um, certain accomplishments, but you have access, you have what you need. And so it's about perspective and about integrity and character in in everything all the time. Hmm. Yeah. I love it. The the whole, when you said (laughs) relational or I'm going to mess it up, but I think you said relational equity or relationship equity. Yes. Yes. That, that, and you know, I don't know. Well, we we now are kind of saying this every podcast about yeah. relationships. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we we've um, been speaking on that all the time. I mean, that's that's like some yeah, of our themes. And I, I, but I love though that you said the the, the equity of it, meaning that the, the the weight of it. Yeah, and I, I you know I'm finding you know as I'm meeting more artists and as I'm kind of well, one as I'm growing as an artist and as I'm navigating things. And how heavy I lean into my relationships at this point. I mean, I really have to lean into them. And in leaning into them, that means a lot of trust and authenticity. Like, there's so much that goes into that. But I'm so thankful for them because it's the relationship mm-hmm. that is even allowing me to do this podcast, to do my music right now. Um, I mean, it's just so, it's so, it's the, it's the heartbeat. And, you know, to the point for me now... I, you know, I wasn't even going to push towards doing like a full album because I was just feeling just weighted down. And it was a new relationship, you know, a new music relationship that gave me the motivation, even like, OK, no, I can do this. So I just really appreciate you um, saying that and 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 pushing on that. I think my, you know, I'm very curious because you kind of at the end threw in being a, you know, a minister and chaplain. It's like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So when, (laughs) when did this, have, have you always since a child just always practiced, you know, your faith and spirituality a certain way? Or was there something that was pivotal that kind of made you like, aha, I got to shift gears on this or really explore this more? Well, there have been multiple pivots. Yes, I've always been mindful as mm-hmm. a child. When I, when I think back, I, I was the reflective one, the quiet one. Um, I'm a middle child. So all of the characteristics of a middle child are, are, are me. I'm also an empath, 
right? Mm-hmm. I'm very intuitive, um, spiritual, have a very strong Native American ancestry. So it really was genetic for me. Um, mm-hmm. My family loves nature. You know, I'm originally from Florida, so I love the beach. I love mm-hmm. walking barefoot. You know, I'm in tune mm-hmm. to the sun and the moon and, you know, just the energy of nature is a big thing. And then coming into um, the recognition of my spiritual gifts all integrated have created who I am. Yes, there have been experiences, tremendous um, opportunities to grow is, is what I'll call the crisis seasons in my life. I've had a whole mm-hmm. lot and I talk about them in my books actually. And those are some of the lessons that, you know, that I share. So I will say that my spiritual evolution has come in phases, right? Mm-hmm. I, I grew up in, you know, a Baptist church, came to college, got to Howard, you know, that's a whole experience <laughs> in itself. Yeah. And you either find your way through and out of the darkness or you don't and you just yeah. keep moving. And so it, it has happened in phases. It wasn't just one thing, but who I am yeah. today, mm-hmm. I can definitely pinpoint waking up in recovery after giving my cousin a kidney mm-hmm. because the night before I prayed this prayer. I said, God, you know, I've had a great life. And if I go in here tomorrow and wake up in heaven, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Because you've been good to me. And I really meant that. Mm -hmm. So when I woke up in recovery and I was still here, I remember making an agreement with myself Mm -hmm. that every day would be a bonus. And I would not take life or breath or any heartbeat that I have remained for granted. And I was only going to do the things I wanted to do and be around the people who lit up my soul. And I can say from that point in 2010 to this day, that's how I've lived my life. And it is in the midst of that season that I met you. So here I am. Uh (laughs) Wow. Ah. Yeah, that's, that's, and I've been, um, that's very deep. And it's, you know, <laughs> you said you're an empath. I mean, everything you're checking off, I'm like, yo, uh-huh. that's why we kept connected because and that and Will is the same way, Vicky, like he has that same Will and I met in Howard's Gospel Choir. I was at HGC too. I was the president of Howard Gospel Choir in 1986. Oh, come on. Oh, Oh, Lord. We got HGC. Our Phileas Paul. Our Phileas Paul. Okay, Butch. Oh, my goodness. See, and so this is, so yet again, a very, I mean, I knew you went to Howard and I was starting to figure out because I recognized on social media I could see certain friendships. With uh-huh. HGC people, and I kind of thought, I'm like, was she in HGC? But I didn't, you know, I hadn't gotten that far yet. But, I was um, from '83 yeah. to '87. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. So see, we were there. I was in HGC '90 to '94. Okay. And um, but this is yet a divine circle, okay? Because Will, you see what's happening, right? Oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> And I swear it's Paul, our Phillies, he's doing all this. I, I swear, because there's so many things that happen that, to me, kind of rooted some kind of way in HGC. But, um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because that for me, you know, that was just a really special space too, and it was really Paul. It was absolutely. It was, yeah, and and he he's for me and my music. I mean, when I when I finished Howard, I went into physical therapy, and it was Paul. I would run into Paul. I remember I ran into Paul like twice at Union Station, and every time he would be like. Are you doing music only yet? Have you just finally surrendered and just done it? And I'm like, are you crazy? There's no way. Like, I'm not. There's no way. I'm not doing that, Paul. And he's like, you know, all right. And it's, you know, it's, he's now, you know, passed and, and I, I feel his energy all the time. So this is mm-hmm. another. He was um, definitely a, a special, he was definitely an earth angel for me mm-hmm. as well. It was in HGC where, Stepping into leadership, my faith definitely matured. Um, And when I was the president my senior year, you know, God was doing something in me even then that I did not understand at the time. I was just using my skill set because I was also on a basketball scholarship at Howard. So just the tenacity of of being an athlete um, gave me what I needed. But as I play my tapes back to your point, Paul was and is Linda as well you know they Mm -hmm. they were just very special special people and I know God connected me to them um for that time in my life yeah 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 Yeah, no that's um I'm sorry go ahead no I'm just saying that that was a a a time because Kenny and I were there at the same time it was just uh, I think the definitely the golden years of HGC, but um, not not to cast any aspersions on the current choir, but uh, right, right, you know, the, it was it was really um, the the caliber, not not just the caliber of musicianship, artistry, focus, um, but there was there was like this this energy there. Uh, that, it was that, an energy of true connection and relationship yeah. because we weren't distracted by cell phones and social media. Hey. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> Could you imagine if we had a cell phone up in practice? Oh, my God. In rehearsal or something. Oh, Lord. That man, please. Well, I don't want to scare everybody, but, you know, by the time our listeners are listening to this, I just, this just all just hit my soul. I just, as I, and I, I want to make sure I might be, this might be one day off, but as we start talking about Paul, by the time the listeners hear this, this is going to be released on Monday, November 4th. Now, I, I want to say that that is, if not the anniversary date, it's the day before or the day after the day that Paul passed away. Mm. He, he passed away either November 3rd or November 4th or November 5th. And the only reason I remember this is because at the time, I remember thinking, my birthday is November 11th, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, please don't let his funeral be on my birthday. Because mm-hmm. it was so close. Mm-hmm. And his, his funeral ended up being on my birthday. Mm. And... I remember being like, and I had I had avoided going to funerals because as a child, I had a lot of grandparents and aunts and uncles who passed away. And I, my parents, you know, I, they didn't know, but they had poor little Kenya at these funerals, freaked out every minute. Um, and so as once I got to be in my like teens, I was like, I'm not doing funerals ever again. And so I had not gone to a funeral. Like Paul was the first funeral that I went to in years even though i'd had family passed away and everything and i was like there's no way i can't I, I have to go to this and it was it was on my birthday and i was like how how is god gonna do this to me on my birthday <laughs> funeral? like how is this how are we doing this but it was the most amazing 
experience and I can't even, I won't even take it all there, but I'm just looking at all of these and I'm saying this, you know, I, I don't want us just to, you know, we're all like in our little living room and people are like, well, what's this got to do with this? This has to completely do with, with what you do as, as a human. And you, you mentioned, you know, beyond being an artist and relationship and all that, this is, this is, these are life lessons. Right. And I think as, yeah, I think as artists and you're reminding us in, in talking to you, Vicki, how important, you know, first you're, first you're a soul first you're, you know, you can't just get so caught up in, well, I'm trying to get this deal or I need to get this kind of manager. And when is this going to happen? You know, this is about, um, really an awakening to who you are and whenever mm-hmm. I work with artists I'm telling them this is like okay this is about music and all that but this is really about you being almost it's going to feel probably like born again in a certain kind of way because there's so much to this to trying to be successful in your music business so well I think anyway, the word is yeah. alchemy right I, mm-hmm. I, it, the word is mm-hmm. alchemy and that's what the journey is your gift makes room for you Your gift makes room for you not just to get rich and become famous and popular, but your gift makes room for you so that you can leave an impression and impact and influence people. And and your emotional and spiritual and mental well-being has to be in a constant evolution of growth, because if not, your gift will take you someplace that will ultimately destroy you because it won't be enough to keep you when life happens. So that is the imperative of a fully integrated soul or as close to a fully integrated soul as possible so that your the fire of your gift doesn't burn you up, right? Mm-hmm. But that you get to enjoy the blessing and the benefit. And that's where I am. I am in the legacy phase of my life. I'm living Mm. my legacy. I am blessed by the fact that people are blessed by my gift. It's not my gift. It's the result of my gift. It's how people feel after a conversation with me, after an encounter with me, after reading my book, the emails I get, the DMs I get, the testimonies I get. Um, the joy in people's faces when they meet me after, you know, reading or hearing or seeing something that God used to come through me. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And that is the message of soul wealth, right? Like, who are people after an encounter with you? Are they glad that you mm-hmm. came or, you know, glad that you're no longer around? And, <laughs> you know, that, that's how that's a mindful way of living. And I'm really intentional about getting people to be fully present in every moment so that your legacy, your legacy, what people say about you while you're here and when you're no longer here is really all that matters. Right. Because musicians are everywhere. Singers are everywhere. Creatives, content, curators are everywhere. We all have that piece of God. Is is do we cultivate it and nurture it and then release it into the world to give glory back to the one who gave it to us in the first place? And so that really is what this journey for me is about, called soul wealth. And I would not 
rather be any other place. I love music. I've always loved music. I remember having 45 albums as a child, uh, eight track tapes, you know, cassettes, like the whole journey mm-hmm. to see, to, to go from 45s and LPs to digital music <laughs> back to LPs, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is, is now history repeating itself. So it's been a whole cycle of this gift of music and entertainment and media. And we get to connect with great people, you know, like, like we're doing here today in your living room. And so I, I, you make money, you can make money just to make money or you can make money doing what you love. I think you reinterpreted the whole concept. I I just think you just now you reinterpreted what what our podcast means. Uh, making money in the music business is basically, if you think of money as currency and equity, you you just totally changed the concept. Is the the money that you're making, the currency that you're making, is spiritual currency, and it's uh it's the exchange of of that that connection, that relationship equity, like like you talked about. That's that's where the money is. If you want to look at that as money, you see what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind that of is uh, where the money is because you don't need <laughs> like dollar bills and coins all there the time. You, you have favor, right. you have relational right. equity, you get access. I'm telling you, people look at my life and make a lot of assumptions, hmm. but hmm. a lot of the blessing and harvest and energy of goodness and yumminess around my life is intangible. So I, 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 it's intangible prosperity. I don't have all the money. I, I, people might think I have, I have access, right? I have somebody, Hey Vicky, we're going to fly you here. Come do this. I'm in a lot of beautiful places with beautiful people because that's what I put out. When I show up to serve, that's the way I show up. And I show up to serve. I don't show up with what can you do for me. I show up to how can I serve and support you. And in return, the law of reciprocity says I am going to get exactly what I put out. Mm -hmm. Whether that's energy, whether that's something intangible, whether it's something tangible, you get what you, you give. And yep. and that's my message today. You get what you give. Hmm. Right. There it is. Ah, uh, I know. <laughs> there it you is. Get what you give. Ah, uh, 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 we need a whole other because I, I do. Yeah. Want, I, I know we're running out of time. <laughs> you have to but bring I it back, say, Kenya. <laughs> yes, we do. I know. No, <laughs> yes, I we love do. that whole. You get what you give, and I need people to also understand because this is a this is a heavy lesson that I'm right in the middle of. Um. Also, make sure you're really giving from your authentic space, and right. don't be don't give because well, I'm waiting for my get. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think sometimes we get caught up in the give of okay, so now where's my reciprocity? Where you uh-huh. know where where's it at? And I found myself in that, and it's like I know I'm a giver, I know I'm a helper, I know that that I don't. That's just a. I think that is a gift of mine. But I could see myself going in a season of like, well, they didn't give this back to me. Well, I didn't get. You know, Can I say something about that real quick? Most of the time, your harvest doesn't come from where you planted the seed. Yep. Mm -hmm. Most of our blessings come from seeds we forgot about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I gave that I gave that example when I was talking about applying for jobs. 
Mm -hmm. Like I have this bomb resume, right? 30 plus Mm -hmm. years. I should be in somebody's C-suite, somebody's Mm E-suite. But the blessing of employment for me, and and I'm working because I want to work, not because I have to work. The the Mm -hmm. blessing is that I got offered a job from somebody that I helped and forgot about. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wasn't holding it over their head. Like, well, when are they going to come and pay me back? <laughs> yeah. Right? I honestly yeah. forgot about it. So that that's just another another lesson. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it's important. It's important because I think we push networking and relationships. So we have to understand you still, you, you guys have to be authentic and, and present in in who you are and, and do this from a space of, of truth and not from a space of just trying to get, yeah. I know we're about to get cut off. Will. Yeah, we're about so, to get cut off. Right. I, I got a bunch of testimonies <laughs> on all, all of the above, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we're going to have to save this one for another, another one. But yeah, uh, if, if you want to let folks yeah. know um, what the best ways to reach out to you and, and you know, of course your website and everything, we'll have oh, all that up I on the site. That. Yeah. So go ahead and leave um, that I'm for on us social now. media, all things Vicky, all things V I K K I. That's Twitter and Instagram, all things Vicky. I'm very active on both of those platforms Facebook, uh, Elder Vicky Johnson, and I'm on LinkedIn, is Dr. Vicky Johnson. So we'd we'll, we'll love to connect wherever the opportunity presents itself um, for your listeners. And, and my website is VickyJohnson.com. And again, that's V-I-K-K-I Johnson.com. This has been amazing, Perfect. guys. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yeah. This has been fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. All right, Will. See, now I'm all... Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going into my reflective space. I'm wooed up. I'm wooed up. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we will see everybody uh, next week. Next week. Yes, we do. Yeah. All right. All right. You Thanks. guys take care. Bye. Right. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the 3MB Club, please contact us via email at 3MBpodcast at gmail.com to get on the waiting list and request membership. On the first of the month, those on the waiting list will be emailed a link to officially subscribe. Membership closes on the 5th of each month. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.